y'all, it's your girl Samanji, and welcome to the Avocado and Honey Podcast, where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, catch up on all the past <laughs> Avocado and Honey episodes. Um, thank y'all for your patience. I know I took a longer break than I said I was going to, but it was all necessary. So, you know, the whole self-care thing that I preach, I am practicing. So I took as much time as I felt that I needed in order to come back this revived and new Samanji for y'all. So if you're new to this podcast, um, every other week, well, the podcast is weekly first and foremost, but every other week, I'm going to go ahead and pull two tarot cards to give y'all the energy for the next two weeks. I am not like a tarot reader. Um, I don't do paid tarot readings or anything, but um, I am learning to just use these cards to help guide me on this thing we called life. So I felt like it was only right to incorporate this in, um, in with my podcast. So, and if you have been on this journey with me since the beginning, or if you just started today, thank you. You are appreciated. So for today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and share with y'all like what I've been up to, all the things that I learned about myself during this break. Um, and yeah. So let's go ahead and get into the tarot energy for the next two weeks. As always, I pulled the two tarot cards before press and record. So the two cards that I pulled is the moon card, which I know the moon card um, tends to deal with, like, you know, that dark shadow side that the side that we're not always fond of when it comes to ourselves, not necessarily like the bad parts of ourselves, just things that we wish to improve. Um, so it's probably going to talk about shit like that. Um, and then the second card that I pulled is the Queen of Wands. Like, I shouldn't know what this card means by now, but I know it's, it's a great card. It's a great card to, to come out. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go ahead and read the definitions of these cards on the Biddy Tarot site. Um, let's get into it. And, you know, I really can't see in real life. I do wear glasses, but I like to take them off for the recording of this video so you don't get the ring light. And I feel like I look cuter without my glasses, but I'm going to put them on so I could read the definition both cards were upright so here's the moon card the moon represents your fears and illusions and often comes out when you are projecting fear into your present and your future based on your past experiences you may have a painful memory that caused emotional distress and rather than dealing with the emotions you push them down deep into your subconscious now these emotions are making a reappearance and you may find yourself under the influence on a conscious or subconscious level. For example, if you had a car accident when you, are, when you were young but didn't deal with the emotions, you may get sad or anxious every time you get into the backseat of a car. To remedy this, connect with your subconscious mind and release any fears or anxieties holding you back. Hypnosis therapy and shamanic or shamanic healing can support this process. The moon can indicate a time of uncertainty and illusion when nothing is what it seems. Be careful of making fast decisions when the moon appears because you may later realize you only had half the information you needed. You need to listen to and trust your intuition so you can see beyond what is in front of you. Feel into situations rather than thinking what they mean. Let go of your conscious mental blocks or negative self-talk and allow your intuition to guide you. 
Your dreams, intuitions, and inner guide lead you forward toward higher levels of understanding. If you listen and use your judgment to help interpret the messages of the subconscious. When the moon card appears in your tarot reading, pay close attention to the lunar cycles and attune to its divine power using ritual, visualization, and tarot readings. Connect with the divine feminine and uncover deep intuitive insights and visions of what lies beyond everyday life. On the new moon, set your intentions and plant the seed of opportunity so they can grow. And on the full moon, honor your achievements and look at what you need to release so that new aspects of yourself can shine. This definitely resonated with your girl. And this is part of what I've been experiencing for the past two months. Like I've just been dealing with all these things that I've been subconsciously suppressing and, you know, just dealing with them, realizing that I've been doing that and just figuring out how to heal and move forward so they don't have to keep coming back up. But um, I think this is really aligned too, because I believe there's like a full moon or something coming up. So you follow avocado honey on instagram i'll definitely post about it do my research after the podcast and see what's coming up because i know there is definitely either a full moon or a new moon coming up so that'll give us the opportunity to do the things suggested and with the moon card so now let's get into the upright queen of wands the queen of wands reminds you that you are upbeat courageous and determined you are here to see through your creative visions and life purpose even in the face of adversity and challenge. High, highly self-actualized and self-aware, you know how to best channel your strengths and weaknesses to achieve your goals. You are optimistic and full of ideas to share with others. You know what you want and how to get it and are masterful at engaging with others to achieve your goals. Stay fiercely determined and focused on your goals while being friendly and optimistic with those around you. The Queen of Wands asks that you asks you to be bold in your undertakings and actions. Don't be afraid to own your real power and put it into the world. You have so much to offer, so shine your bright light. So shine your light bright. <laughs> Believe in yourself and what you stand for and don't be afraid to speak up and be heard. No one will silence you, period. Ever the social butterfly, the Queen of Wands suggests that you lead a busy life, making connections with others and putting yourself out there as you pursue your creative vision. You radiate health and vitality and your inner vibra vibrancy fills you with energy and inspiration. A natural burn, burn, a natural born intelligent leader who actively inspires others. You can be quite the mover and shaker influencing others through your vision, courage, and determination. You instill confidence in others and you give them the power and self-assurance that they can achieve anything they set their mind to. The Queen of Wands also shows you are expressing yourself fully in your external world and enjoy being the center of attention. You create a powerful first impression and can quickly win others over with your sweet, warm, and charming nature. Now is the perfect time to put yourself out there and meet new people to create or to create a community of like-minded people. They will be drawn in by your energy, passion, and enthusiasm, and together you can create positive change in the world. I like this. Finally, the Queen of Wands encourages you to get to know your shadow self. Oh, super aligned with the moon card. The lesser known and sometimes darker side of who you really are. 
This doesn't necessarily need to be a negative aspect of yourself, but could be something that most people don't know about you yet. It may be your dark sense of humor, a secret life from your past, or a passion project you've kept hidden away. While you may want to protect this part of yourself, the Queen of Wands encourages you to express this side more openly with others. Don't be afraid to show your shadow side now and then. It will enable you to connect with others on a deeper level. So yeah, I feel like this Queen of Wands is my current energy. Um, yeah, and it's, it sounds very exciting. I like, I like this definition of the card. And I'm actually, I'm working on like a little project that I'll share with y'all later. But that's the energy for the next two weeks. Um, as always, you know, take what resonate, leave what don't because I leave what don't resonate with you because, you know, this isn't like a personal reading or anything. It's like a general energy for the avocado and honey collective for the next two weeks. Okay. So let's get into the rest of it, which is basically sharing what I learned about myself and what I've been up to for these past two months. Um, these past two months have been like challenging yet rewarding because like I said with the moon card I've been dealing with like a lot of subconscious things that I've been suppressing and your girl haven't been smoking or anything so I couldn't smoke it away <laughs> shout out to Salon so I've really been just like dealing with it and just having the self-realization of how like the things that I want to improve with myself and within myself and also like how I've been holding myself back like you know I've been thinking I've been one way, but then like reality set in and was like, girl, you was not doing what you think you was doing. You was not giving what you thought you was, you gave. <laughs> Shout out to all the youngins, yo. So some of the things that I learned about myself um, during this past two weeks, because one of the things that I've been doing was like I talked about on this podcast plenty of times is um, looking, trying to create friends, also like dating, like, you know, I'm not new to the dating sites or dating apps or anything like that. And with this with me doing this i learned a lot about myself because relationships whether they be romantic platonic you know whatever type of relationship it gives us a chance to learn about ourselves so as i'm like seeking friendship within others and dating people and stuff like that like i'm learning a lot about myself and what i learned is that i truly seek community like you know that's kind of the reason why i left new york to go to atlanta because i had friends there and then you know just that <laughs> but um yeah so i'm learning that i truly seek community like whether that be within a partner well actually you know it can't just be within a partner but like i desire to be around like-minded folks not necessarily people who are exactly like me but people who you know are doing the work to become their, be their best selves like you know people who are like actually doing the work and that's one thing i realized like i kind of been half-assing shit you know like I could go harder, basically. I won't say I've been half-assing it, but I could go harder. I could do better for sure. So that's one thing that I realized as, you know, all these people I'm meeting were reflecting me and I'm just like, I don't want to be seen like that. You know what I'm saying? And I now I'm just taking that as an opportunity to grow. Like no shade to anybody that I've been meeting or connecting with over the past two months or anything, but it just is what it is. Also, I'm learning too that like, a lot of people, ah, man, I, I'm not trying to sound like I'm hating or nothing, but like a lot of people are definitely looking for just like a void to fill, like whether that be through dating or friendship. Like, you know, a lot of people are feeling alone, which is understandable considering what we've all been going through for the past like two years now. Um, so it, it, it makes sense. Like, you know, your girl definitely be feeling lonely every now and again and then have to remember like, you know, 
and that and that's another thing like you know when I do feel lonely I have to remember that one I am never lonely and two when I get these feelings of like seeking something to make me feel whole outside of myself that just shows that there's something that I'm not really focusing on that I should be focusing on there's some things that I'm not doing that I should be doing in order to not like feel that like you know like when I feel those emotions that's to me is a sign that maybe I need to reconnect with my inner child like I've been painting I've been creating like I created this little piece back here and painting and dancing and just doing more of the things that I enjoyed as a child and as soon as I get to doing one of those things like almost immediately like I don't feel lonely anymore because like I'm content and when we are searching for things outside of ourselves we are really searching or seeking that feeling that those things gives us gives us gives us so, you know, like if you're seeking friendship, like, you know, you're, for me, I'll say, like, you know, when I'm seeking friendship, I'm seeking to be seen. So someone who can relate to me, someone who don't make me feel crazy when I talk this spiritual talk and, you know, shit like that. So it's just like the feelings that we're chasing. So like if you are lonely or if you're feeling some sort of way, like, you know, you can find something that will give you a similar feeling, like, you know, or do the work to, you know, connect with people who you want to connect with, like find your tribe, which is the space that I, I'm in. So yeah, I'm grateful for all the experiences, whether I label them um, bad or good, because in the end, they're still getting me to the destination that I'm heading towards and or giving me a lesson so I can improve within myself. Because like I said before, relationships help us understand ourselves more if we, you know, use them properly, I guess. Another thing that I learned about myself, which I've shared on this podcast before, is that I've had a lack mindset. Um, and what a lack mindset is, uh, well, by definition, is like the feeling of always not having enough or being enough. Like, and the lack mindset don't necessarily have to just be money. Like, you know, like what I said with me searching for community and stuff like that, like, with me feeling like I lack it is what made me want to go out and like search for more. Hopefully this is making sense. But with the lack mindsets, it's like I'm focused on what I don't have rather than paying attention and giving my energy to the things that I do have and being grateful for the things that I do have. Because again, everything is aligned and everything is happen happening for a reason. Like I do not believe in coincidences at all. So that's one thing that I am working on. I'm working on daily is just changing that mindset. Like the other day, I had like scratched myself and then I woke up and it was like a scab. And it just reminded me of just like how dope these bodies that we're in are. Like the fact that it's healing itself. Like that shit is so dope to me. So yeah, it's just finding little things to be grateful for rather than focusing on the things that I feel that I lack because we are all like these spiritual beings, meaning we can manifest and create the reality that we choose to. So it's up to us what we want to focus on. And not to mention the reality that we're currently living, everything that we're experiencing now is was a thought before. Like, you know, so right now, while we're in the like where we are now, we can basically basically create a better future for ourselves. Like if we're not content with where we are, and if you are content keep on keep on doing what you're doing so you can keep creating that same feeling those same experiences or not same but similar experiences that are going to create you know the same abundant type feeling that we want so that's another thing that i'll continue to work on and i can list a whole bunch of reasons why i may have a black mindset but at this point it doesn't matter because i'm just in the process of changing it like i understand it 
And then now it's just like, it's time to change because that's one thing that I do not wish to have anymore. It's a left mindset. And I actually found a YouTube channel of this black woman who's doing like the spiritual woman on YouTube, who talks about like basically getting rid of that lack mindset and create more of a, an abundant type life. And I'll definitely share it on Avocado and Honey social media. So be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms because I can't remember the YouTube name right now. I wish I would have written it down, but I didn't. Okay, so I know I always talk about eating and stuff a lot, but because that is because it's so important, at least for me. Like, you know, I understand that what I eat directly has effect, has an effect on how I feel. And that's just as real as it's going to get. Maybe, you know, you are in a different space and you feel differently. But for me, this is something that I continue to learn over and over again because I, you know, I'm working out of emotional eating. So instead of, you know, replacing weed with eating, Let's, you know, I'm trying to replace it with doing something that's more of a self-care for me, like writing, meditating, working on something that's going to bring me joy. But um, during these two months, I've been, well, not two months, like I, I went on a break at, at the end of June. So for July, I definitely continued on with like the same type of behavior that I said I wanted to get rid of because it's fucking hard to change. Like that shit is tough. Like it's so hard to change yourself, especially if you've been doing one thing for so long. And for me personally, since I left New York a year ago, I've been consistent with like this negative, I don't want to say negative, but I'll say negative type actions like for myself. And one of those things we're eating. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I talked about it in the last episode or the, ep the episode before that. But um, yeah, like, I don't know if I need to say this over and over again, but your girl is not vegan. Um, and I like, I just grew a new love for chicken wings again. <laughs> I've been tearing chicken wings up, yo. And like Wingstop is not too far from me. And I've been finessing the hell out of DoorDash to keep getting discounts. So I've been eating chicken wings. But right now I am currently on a five month raw vegan fast or cleanse. I don't know what's the proper way to label it. But basically for the next five months until my birthday, February 9th, Aquarius gang, um, I'm going to only eat raw foods and make raw meals, meaning uncooked vegetables, uncooked fruits. Um, I do eat chickpeas and stuff, which I don't cook necessarily, but they do come from a can because I am working out and things like that. So I want to make sure I do get enough uh, nutrition or enough whatever the fuck I feel like my body needs. Um, I probably will eat quinoa too eventually if I feel that I need to, but outside of those things, um, I'm going to just be eating raw vegetables and fruits. So I'm excited for this because I'm going to take the initiative to try all these all these new produce that I've been wanting to try, like all these exotic fruits that I see out here and also some like vegetables that I've been scared to try like spaghetti squash. Like spaghetti squash to me is so weird, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to fucking try it. Like I just I, I I just don't get it, but I'm going to try it. So I'm excited for that. And I feel like, you know, I could do these five months. Like I went a whole year eating crazy. Like what's five months of like treating my body well? Like what's five months of actually nourishing my body and giving it the things that it needs to keep healing itself, to keep me going, to get me, to keep me getting to where I need to go on this journey. So I'm committed. I'm excited for it. Um, and once I am done with this, I will try to eat wings again. But we all know if you've been listening for however you since the beginning that like you know I ended up going vegan because I did a 30-day vegan 
diet, not necessarily raw, just vegan foods um, for 30 days. And after 30 days, my body was rejecting meat. So I'm hoping and praying that that's not the same case. But um, if it is, then I guess I'm just gonna have to go without the chicken. But I fucking love hot wings. Like, and I'm grateful for the, the time that I had with it. Like, shout out to Wingstop. Okay, so another thing that I learned about myself is that, um, well, first off, I've been in Houston, y'all, since January. So I've been here for a good nine months. Before that, I was in Atlanta for like five months. I definitely wasn't vibing with Atlanta. Um, with maybe like in two episodes, I'll go ahead and break down like, you know, why I, I moved from like New York to Atlanta, Atlanta to Houston. But I say all that to say, like, I don't think the South is for me. Like no shade to the South, no shade to no one from the South. Like the South is dope in its own way, but in terms of like living here, like I don't think it's for me. And one of the things that encouraged me to come down South was the cost of living. Like we all know that it's cheaper or more affordable, I'll say, to live in the South and probably like the middle of the country than it is to live anywhere else. Like, you know, coming from New York and being from LA, those are two of the most expensive cities in the country. So um, with me having this realization, I now know that I just need to make some more money because I want to live in a city that's going, that I'm going to be more comfortable in. Um, again, no shade to Houston. Like I love Houston. Houston is dope in its own way. And I definitely can see myself coming back for a visit, even in Atlanta to visit. But in terms of living here, like, it's just not for me. And one another thing that I'm learning is that your environment definitely has like a great effect on you. And like, you know, with me eating chicken wings and stuff, like I didn't even think to eat like chicken wings and shit until I moved to like Atlanta and here. Like when I was in New York, like when I ate chicken, like I couldn't eat chicken off the bone because it would make me feel some type of way because it was just like eating the flesh. But then I came down south and I'm just like, like licking these fucking bones like eating eat this chicken and i'm just like yo what's changing and i feel like it's just the environment like you know it's the norm here like that's just what it is people eat meat especially in texas like it's it's very hard um not hard but it's a little bit tougher to stick to eating um clean so that's why you know i just gotta do what i gotta do for these next couple months that i'll be here so i'm definitely going to be relocating once my lease is up um, I already know where I'm going to go, but I'll share with y'all later on in life. But yeah, your environment has an effect on you. So like if you, like in New York, for example, when I was in New York, the energy there was always on the go. So whenever I feel like I wanted to pause and take a rest, like I felt like I was slacking. I felt like a fucking loser for not doing nothing for the day because that's like the energy there. So like I'm going to figure out like a nice balance like you know I definitely want to be closer to nature like I want to be able to go outside and put my feet in the grass um without any problems like if I feel like I need to reconnect with the mother earth um then I want to be able to do that like the weather here is trash um but let me get <laughs> I'll talk about Houston and its weather later on but before I move on from Houston another thing that's encouraging my move as well as being in Texas is that like the South, like it's it's red, like a red state in the South. Like most of the states in the South are red. Like shout out to Georgia for turning blue, but there's a lot of things that comes with living in a red state. Like I've never lived in a predominantly Republican state um, ever before. And it's just, it's way more strict and, and 
and placed in areas that it shouldn't be and like less strict in areas that it should be. Like for example, here in Houston, in Texas, they passed 666 laws. Like that's angel numbers, those are some angel numbers right there that's telling me to get the fuck. But they passed 200 or 666 laws and some of them, the ones that I can remember that I was like, what the fuck the most was the fact that like, you know, you basically, they're basically banning abortions. Now it's up to six weeks, but as a woman, you know, it takes more, sometimes it takes more than six weeks to even learn that you even are pregnant because you have like four weeks to even get your period. So there's that. And not only did they ban abortions, but they're also paying people to snitch on people who happen to get abortions. Because the fact of the matter is like, if you, you can ban abortions, but abortions will still happen. And everyone realizes that and they wanna control women here to that aspect, I guess. And basically, so if I were to go and go to like some low key place to get an abortion and I take an Uber driver there, or take an Uber there, and someone sees me and knows that this person gives abortions, then they can call or whoever, maybe send in the form, fill out something, I don't know, but they can report me. And not only will I get in trouble, but the person who's performing the abortion will get in trouble. Anyone's involved, they can even snitch on the Uber driver. And then what's so crazy, I think like the reward is like $100,000. So now I'm like, all right, so y'all got money to take care of the people in the state. Like there's so many homeless people out here and y'all are paying people to snitch on abortions. Meanwhile, they passed the law saying that you can't, um, you can't refuse service to anyone not wearing a mask. Um, you can't ask people if they're vac vaccinated or not. Like, it's just like the priorities are really fucked up. Like, and it's like, what? Another thing that scares me um, is the fact that they passed the law that anyone could own a gun. Like, all you need is a Texas ID and to not have been to jail. Like, don't have any felonies on your record with a state ID. And you can just walk in and get a gun. And that makes me so nervous because it's like, people are really going through shit right now. And I feel like people are definitely on the edge. So one little mistake, you could like annoy someone, accidentally bump someone, cut someone off. And now someone's shooting at you because they have a fucking gun. So that is just really dumb to me and I feel like I need to leave before some crazy shit happens because I I just feel like it's some shit is about to go down here. And then it's like, I'll stop there and I'll save it for the Houston when I break down the cities. But those with the laws, the new laws that are now into play um, definitely is encouraging me to leave as well because like I'm 30. <laughs> I feel like I say this a lot, I'm 30 and I'm an Aquarius. But like, you know, I'm in a space that like, you know, within the next couple years, I definitely would like to start a family. So um, I'm thinking of like, where would I even want to raise children? Like, I do not want to raise children in a state like this. Um, again, no shade to anyone who's from Texas or anything. Like, it's dope in its own way. Like, you know, I, I will definitely come back to visit. But living here and raising family and stuff like that, like, I just, it's, mm, it's a no for me. Okay, so... Um, I think I have like two more things to talk about before I wrap this whole thing up. And um, one of the things or another thing that I've been doing during the two weeks is uh, reading. I've been reading a lot more. I finished two books, which I'm like super proud of because like two books in two months, like uh, there's some years I've read like two books in two years. So I'm really um, excited and proud of myself for reading more and doing what the fuck I say I'm going to do. So the two books that I read, uh, the first one was Akata Witch, was a really dope escape. Like, you know, 
Um, it was basically about like, you know, an about albino black woman who went back home to Nigeria, I believe. And then like, it's just like a whole spiritual book with like powers and shit. And it was just really dope. It was really dope to kind of just escape from reality and just, you know, dive into like an, an alternative, alternative world and just take my mind off things and just really just be entertained through writing. And I loved it. I definitely would recommend it. There's like a whole series. Um, I, I have Akata Warrior as well, so I'll be reading that one too. I'm not sure if it goes before or after Akata Witch, but after reading Akata Witch, I'm ready to read whatever Akata <laughs> book because it was that good. Um, another book that I read is uh, Parables of the Sower by Octavia Butler. And that book was really good too. Like it didn't necessarily give me an escape because I felt like Sis was predicting the future. Um, so basically in the book, you know, it takes place in 2024 and it was kind of like modern day, uh, modern day slavery, but instead of black people being enslaved, it was poor people. So um, yeah, I can definitely see that happening with the way the world is going. Um, I hope it don't get there, but I can definitely see how um, the world that Octavia Butler created in the book could definitely happen, you know, in real life. And it was only, the book again took place in 2024, it's 2021, about to be 2022. So if that doesn't encourage you to like, you know, make some changes within this country, I don't know what will, because that shit was crazy. Like, it was just like a war zone. Like the poor people, um, the poor people in the book, I would say like the homeless people, like they would just like, you know, attack anyone with money so they could survive. And there was like no control at all. The police was also like taking advantage of everyone as well. But you know, what's new with that? But yeah, and it basically was like this group of people who like lived in like a blocked out neighborhood. They had to build like walls and fences. So like people won't just come in and like basically attack them and kill them like everybody was killing people like it wasn't just attacking like if you if somebody was taking something from you like tens out of ten times out of ten like they were killing you and um yeah so basically they ended up you know I, i'll try not to give too much if you are like you know wanting to read it but basically like you know a, a lot of these communities were taken over by the poor people in which they had to basically go and seek refuge somewhere else so like they started in southern california and then like they were making their way up to northern california like walking on the highways and stuff but during that travel during those times like you know they have to figure out who to trust who not to trust and just like fight for their lives basically not to mention it was like a new drug that was out um i can't think of the drug name but like the people who took the drugs basically liked to burn things like fire to them was like or seeing something or someone burn was like sex to them, which I thought was interesting. Like that was really interesting. So that was like another little twist, which again, like I guess it's some shit happening. Like, you know, if you do drugs, like, you know, I don't judge, you know, do whatever you feel like you need to do, but keep in mind that, what is it, fentanyl is definitely making its way into a lot of drugs. So a lot of people are just recommending to maybe take a break from it um, because you never know. Yeah, that's just something to think about. And that definitely encouraged me to stay sober. Like. Like I said before, with the weed and things, like I don't know what they are putting into the weed, but it's definitely a lot stronger. Um, it's not just weed. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but they made it a lot easier for me to not to stop smoking. So I am, you know, low key grateful for that, and I'm grateful that I'm not as dependent on weed as I once were. Like you know, like 
I can't say that I'm never not gonna smoke again. Like I cannot say that. I cannot <laughs> because I don't. It, I don't know if it'll be true or not. But uh, what I can say is that I'm no longer like leaning on weed. So when I do feel uncertainty or feel whatever emotions that like normally are used to draw me to want to escape with weed, like I just actually choose to feel those emotions instead. So I'm really, really grateful for that change within myself. Like I can't, I can't say that enough. I'm super grateful, super, super grateful. Uh, I feel like that's enough for this first episode. Um, hopefully I wasn't talking too fast, but um, thank y'all for coming back. <laughs> Cause I've been gone for a long time. But you know, we do have to get into the jam of the week. And I do apologize if there is noise in the back. It's a lot of shit going on outside right now. But with the jam of the week, I actually found it on TikTok. So your girl has been on TikTok more than any other social media app right now. Like, I really enjoy TikTok. Like, I appreciate TikTok because like a lot of people are being themselves for the most part. It's still social media. So you still got like people who are performing and stuff. But I do see a lot of people embracing their, their selves, like the things that make them different and which I am super grateful for. Not to mention, it's a lot of fucking creative people out there. Like I've seen some dope ass TikToks and I'm just like, how the fuck did you do this? Like, uh, you need to get paid for this. Like, but um, I recently went like fake viral on TikTok or whatever, and I didn't even create any new content. Like I literally been posting the videos I've been creating for Avocado and Honey on TikTok and they've been, they've been doing numbers. So I say all that to say, y'all, don't sleep on TikTok. If you're creative, if you got some old content, old music videos, like some videos or anything that you're proud of, like put that shit on TikTok. You never know where it's gonna go. And I say all that to say, the jam of the week, I actually found it on TikTok. Like on my For You page, it's like scary, accurate, because you know, they listen in and they paying attention to what you like and shit like that, the stuff you're scrolling past. So the, the For You page is super accurate. And it, um, you know, shared this video with me and the song is fucking dope. It's super aligned with me. <laughs> Her name is Jasmine Fire. And the song is called Heart Chakra. And she's just, you know, talking her shit. So before I go ahead and play the song, um, y'all know, be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. On Twitter, it's my personal Twitter, which is at underscore Smangie, S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. And that is my handle on all social media platforms, including TikTok. So if you want to see the numbers that I'm doing over there, you know, or follow me, be sure to check it out. I'll probably like, you know, get into creating TikTok videos and stuff too, because it just looks fun. Like, you know, not necessarily posting and um, hoping to go viral, but like just dancing and not necessarily just dancing, but just like, you know, creating shit that's just going to make me feel good because it looks fun like watching these people create like these videos it looks like they're having a ball doing this so why not why not do it like you know why not so again thank y'all <laughs> if you're watching this on youtube be sure to subscribe and like this video and all that fun stuff so now let's get into the jam of the week flex jasmine fire Gonna have to heal for you deal with a woman like me. 
listen to my body I can feel before you lie to me Limit past the sky for me I don't want for nothing Block your ass on everything If you think I'm bluffing When I smile I show my teeth cause life is great I ain't got time to flirt with niggas Pushing vicious bitches out my way I don't play by my sisters People love what you do for them But don't love you Now I'm triggered I got tired of being the bigger person So I stepped back to see the bigger picture Thank you.